I want to talk to you for a few minutes to continue on this theme that God is real. Why that is important is that it affects our lives. In the Bible, it talks about you having to live this thing called life James says is nothing but a vapor but here's the choice we make we either let the lord direct our paths or we leave it to chance sometimes even praying to god we're not directing the paths we're leaving into chance because we're not praying according to how the lord told us to pray and i want to explain that through scripture and the details like i said are given in the meeting yesterday and the will be online i suggest you watch it because that's more than what i'm going to be talking about today but today i'm just going to explain the matter behind that because we all know proverbs 3:5 to 6 where it says he shall direct our paths because it says we should trust in him with all our heart and lean not on our understanding and all always we acknowledge him and when we do that he will direct our paths but what does that mean how can we be the salt of the earth and the light of the world where is reality where is the substance how do we make it real in our life well in deuteronomy 30 if you read from verses 19 and 20 the lord is saying that he is laid before us life and death blessings or curses and he says choose life and there are many who choose curses and wonder why they don't have life that god has ordained like i said you can't have your leg on both boats god says choose life and then he'll cause you to dwell dwell peaceably in that in the land which he gives you how do you choose life is this in proverbs again if you go to verse 8 chapter 18 verse 21 it says death and life are in the power of the tongue 
and those who love it will eat its fruit so it matters what you say is not just the purview of televangelists preaching the prosperity gospel yes they are perverted it but this is what the bible says in proverbs chapter 12 or in proverbs 12 it says a man will be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth i mean by what he says out of your heart your mouth will speak and you have to renew your mind for it to control your heart and if your mind is full of worldly stuff while the pastor is preaching if you're busy texting somebody else how will then you have the life of god running and flowing through you in proverbs 13 it says a man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth again the fruit of his mouth in proverbs 12 we read the fruit of his mouth and we just understood in proverbs 18:21 death and life are in the power of the tongue in verse 20 it says a man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth again the fruit of your mouth your words death and life are in your tongue but that doesn't mean you can parrot these words and they'll come true in your life there are umpteen jokes i know about parrots or pentecostal parrots and even one joke about a parrot belonging to a pastor whoever comes in the house says hallelujah praise the lord but god has not asked you to parrot that in psalm 116 says i will walk before the lord in the land of the living i believed it therefore i spoke i believed therefore i spoke i believed not i parroted i believed so who convicts us that we might believe in john 16:8 Jesus said the holy spirit will convict you and as you are filled with the holy spirit you will be convicted that the word is true that god is real otherwise you will think all of this is foolishness you will think that this is not working for you the bible has called you and me to believe in the words in john 6 jesus is saying in verse 63 it is the spirit capital s who gives life the flesh profits nothing the words that i speak to you are spirit they are life and when he says the words that i speak to you our spirit the s is not capitalized 
Why is that? Because in Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27, I say that because you, it's, it should be more clear. It says, The spirit of a man is the lamp of the Lord, searching the inner depths of his heart. So, your mind has to be renewed with the word of God and the word of God has to equal to what is in your head. And then when it is so and you delight in the Lord and there's an equal sign, when the Lord searches that, he'll find it to be true. It says, walk before the Lord in the land of the living. Before he says, I believed. How do you walk before the Lord? By believing, by being filled with the Holy Spirit. In Psalm 91, it talks about he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. How do you dwell in the secret place of the Most High? What is this walking? How is it real? If it isn't real, what are you doing? Are you faking it? Are you calling yourself a Christian? The Bible says we are a peculiar people. In 1 Peter 2.9, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. You have to really understand this. There was the priesthood of Melchizedek who's the model which Jesus takes after. There's a priesthood of Aaron, Aaronic priesthood. When did that differentiation happen? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And Jacob split this into three. I'll be talking more about that later. You find that there is Judah, the king. There is Levites, the priest. And there, are, there is a prophetic ministry. You find the sons of Issachar mainly dealing with that. But here is that being united in you and me. We are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that we should show forth the praises of him who has called us from out of the darkness into his marvelous light. So instead of doing that, we say, what about me, what about me? We're the sorriest creatures on the planet. And we call ourselves Christians? And you tell other people to be like us? If I were them, they would, I would say, no, thank you. The words that I speak to you, Jesus said, are spirit and life. You have your spirit, soul, and body. In John 15, if you read from 1 to 4, it says, Jesus said, I am the true wine. 
and my father is a wine dresser every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away and every branch that bears fruit he cuts it prunes that it may bear more fruit you're already clean because of the word which i have spoken to you abide in me and i in you as the branches cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the wine neither can you unless you abide in me it says abide in me and i in you as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself here's the thing in all you getting get understanding and the world is trying to get something from god where it's the other way around Deuteronomy 29 29 says God hands them out that's called a revelation you can't just take from God that is occult that's why I tell you don't go to Google you will fall away in this knowledge that is falsehood because you don't have a relationship with God and your head is all puffed up with knowledge Here's the thing. Do you let chance or circumstances guide your life or do you let God guide your life? All of you can say God, but is there fruit you judge a tree by the fruit? In Proverbs 16 1 to 3 it says the preparation of the heart of the heart belongs to man but the answer of the tongue is from the lord and it continues to say all the ways of a man are pure in his eyes but the lord weighs the spirits commit your works to the lord and your thoughts will be established in other words lean not on your own understanding The answer of the tongue is from the Lord. That is the beginning of the psalm and it ends by saying a lot is cast into the lap but its every decision is from the Lord. A lot is like you get the word lottery. A couple that I know who were supposed to be christians who were supposed to be filled with the holy spirit told me we can't hear from the lord but we have to make a decision so we drew lots i wanted to rebuke them but then the lord told me to keep my mouth shut if you're guided by the lord by the holy spirit In Romans 8 You are the child of God, children of God. You don't need to draw lot lots, but is your life being guided by lots or the fruit of your mouth? Because the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. That Lord has given us the authority to speak and to create 
for we are created in his image do you understand the difference that what you speak makes in james 3 it talks about no man being able to tame the tongue it's true the flesh cannot tame your tongue but by the spirit you can let the lord direct your paths in all you're getting get understanding be filled with the holy spirit walk with the lord dwell in the secret place place of the most high start with your confession of faith all the promises are yes and amen do you want something happening in your life according to the promise of god declare it so is not claim it name it or name it and claim it no it's the promises of god that the life are in the power of the tongue there are examples throughout the bible for example when david came to goliath he took five stones and then he said he declared what he's going to do say today i'm going to kill you i'm putting in my words i'm going to cut off your head and i'm going to feed it to the birds david said all that you come to me with a spear and javelin i come to you against you in the name of the lord of hosts don't mess with me now though just lie down and kill yourself ah will save me the trouble yeah no david didn't say that but i i would have said that but you understand what i'm saying yes this is what we need to do i look to the mountains to the hills where does my help come from my help comes from the lord but here's the thing that is in the old testament in the new testament we have the mind of christ and then if we don't direct our paths with the authority god has given to us and it's really good oh god do something it's like a traffic policeman standing in the middle of the junction traffic piling all around and he's crying out to the head of police do something do something it's like no you have the authority to direct the traffic you think that is foolish na you need to know what you have because of Christ's crucifixion on the cross and for that you need to believe God is real it doesn't matter how far you walked away from him it's just one step back to him because he longs to have a relationship with you he loves you and he's good and he's faithful even in our unfaithfulness he remains faithful the bible says he cannot help it 
Hallelujah. While we were sinners, he died for us. He's good. So many people have spoken about how tough and rough our God is that we tend to believe a lie. We have to understand that he is good. He's fair, he's just, but he's good. And he's never, ever failed his word. And all of his promises are yes and amen. Do you understand that? He's real. And if you're suffering, change it today. Tell him what you need. Let him make a difference in your life so that you can be a witness to other people. Say, what is the difference? You can say that difference. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Do you understand? Let it be real. Let this not be a religious gathering. Let it be real. Let there be fruit in our life. Amen? Amen. Let's all stand up and continue worshiping Him. Offer Him praise and thanksgiving. Lift up your voices unto Him. Lift up your voices. Just thank Him from your heart. Be grateful. Be grateful for what He has done. Think about something He has done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thus far He has helped you. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. He'll do even a greater thing than this. Hallelujah. But thank Him. Start where you are. I'll lift up your voices. Some of you are asking, can this really be true? Can this really be applicable to me? Because I've done so many things that are wrong. I feel so far away from the Lord. Can this be true? To this the Lord says, Come to me, those who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. You're not too far away from God. In fact, God sees you. You deprive yourself of God by choosing to go away from God. Come to him, not away from Jesus. And some of you are feeling sad. I do not know why. But there is no reason for you to be sad. Don't worry, you have not grieved the Holy Spirit. 
In fact, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Come clean with Him and step forth into a new life. Is this real? Is this real? Is it really real? Some of you are asking, and to which Jesus said, Oh, you read in the book of Jeremiah, Call to me, and I will answer you. I will teach you great things which you do not know. Let the Holy Spirit convict you that He is real. Last week I was speaking to someone and the Lord made me say that you're walking into a blessing. And that same blessing I see now because the Lord has asked me, telling me to tell you once again that you are walking into a blessing. Choose life. I have laid before you life and blessings. Choose life. Don't choose death. Don't choose curses. Choose life. He who the Son of Man sets free is free indeed. And in Galatians 5.1 it says, Stand fast in the liberty for which Christ has made you free and do not be entangled. Do not be yoked in that bondage again. In that stupid bondage. That we call life. No, let it be a blessing called life that God has given according to John 10 abundant eternal life. So I bless you that you may walk into a blessing that you may be blessed and continue to be blessed in everything you do. The fruit of your womb, the work of your hands may be blessed. Your children may be blessed. That you may be blessed in your workplace. You may be blessed in your family. You may bear fruit in your personal life and spiritually in Jesus' name, I bless you. That is the authority God has given us to be a blessing and to bless. Death and life are in the power of our tongue. Hallelujah. So go in the peace that only the Lord can give. 
knowing that you you are reconciled with them that god is not angry with you and that you are his favorite child that you are god's workmanship and do great things for your father in heaven because you know him don't condemn yourself in his right hand a pleasures forevermore and his presence is the fullness of joy and the joy of the lord is our strength go in the presence and the peace of god and the church said amen may the love of the father and the son and of the holy spirit be with us as we go forth preaching the good news and making disciples of Jesus the Christ in Jesus name amen go in peace